0: Good morning, church family. I'm glad to be with you on this Sunday morning and offer you up the word and offer some praise and some prayers this morning, despite all that we're going through in the world. What I wanna remind you is that the Bible says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. The word of God that we stand on are God's promises, promises that do not come up void, even in times of trials and even in times of tribulations. What we have to be reminded of is that God is faithful. And God has been faithful for over 2,000 years as reflected in this book that we read. God has been faithful throughout our lives. And even though things may be very different from what we are used to at this time, even though we're going through many transitions at this time, we can still hold to, hold true to the promises um, that God has blessed us with. So what I'm coming with you or to you this morning with is some words of encouragement. Um, what I would like to do first is pray with you. Uh, read the word to you, reflect on the word, and then we'll pray again. I thank you all so much for being patient with me while I'm in training, being patient with the church as we try to offer different creative platforms in which we can still bring you the word. And when I get back, we'll come up with even more innovative platforms. We'll have prayer calls. I'll be reaching out to you all, calling you personally, and we'll come up with ways and we'll brainstorm ways to still get the word out, but also still be in compliance with with the laws of the land. Uh, So let us pray at this time. Mm. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we always come to you first, offering our thanks and offering our prayers. Lord, it's easy to go through all the things that are wrong in the world. It's easy for us to go through everything that we want you to do. But first, we always come with thanks, because we come with thanks for just being able to wake up this morning. We come for With thanks for just being able to see a new day, Lord We come with thanks for just thinking about All the things you have blessed us with Leading up to this point Lord, if you do nothing else for us You've done enough already So Lord, we thank you We thank you for leaving us your Bible Leaving us this word Which points us to your truths And which points us to your promises Which gives us comfort So Lord, during this time of the coronavirus During this time of sickness During this time of confusion we pray that you would calm our spirits. We pray that you would teach us how to be still. We pray that you would continue to allow us to see your grace and see your glory through these trying times. Lord, we've never seen anything like this. But Lord, in spite of what we haven't seen, we know that you can bring us through it. Lord, we are very similar to Peter, who saw you walking on the water and called out to you and said, Lord, if it's you, call me out on the water with you. And as, You know, Lord, Peter came out to you, and and at first he was able to walk on the water, but as he looked down and saw the waves, and as he looked down and he felt the wind, and as he looked down and started reflecting on how he was going to make it on uncertain ground, he began to sink. And Father God, sometimes as we look down at our situation, sometimes as we begin to question how we're gonna make it, sometimes as as the chaos creates uncertainty and the ground we walk on seems to be like water itself, we wonder how we're going to make it. And Lord, we believe, but we pray that you would help our unbelief. So comfort us, Lord, during this time. Lord, we don't have answers. We're not necessarily asking you to give us answers, but what we're asking you to do is bring us through this. Give us a stronger faith. Let us see your glory and your grace through this. Comfort our spirits, comfort our hearts, liberate us, Lord, and provide for us in our time of need. Lord, I pray for all of our sick and shut-in members. I pray for all of our loved ones, everyone that is suffering from anxiety or depression or anything that they're going through as we face this, this new trial and tribulation during our generation. Lord, I pray that you will continue to work the way you've been working. Lord, this joy we have, the world didn't give it to us and the world can't take it away. Lord, we're thankful for what you have done. We're thankful for what you are doing and we're thankful for what you will do. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, New Morning Light family, as I said earlier, I just wanna thank you all uh, for tuning in. I wanna thank you all for being patient with our church And I want to thank you all for continuing to read and pray. Continue to read this word. Continue to pray to God. Let your frustrations be known to God. It says in the word that we shouldn't worry about anything, but with much prayer and supplication, we should let our request be known to God and he will grant us a peace that goes beyond all understanding. So, So at this time, what we have just done is offer up our petitions to the Lord, offered up our anxieties to the Lord. So right now, what we're about to do is go in and reflect on what the Lord has done and what the Lord will do for us through the reading of scripture. The scripture reading at this time is coming from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. That's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. This is a very common passage of Scripture that is essential for us to read in an uncommon time. Very common passage of Scripture. The Scripture reads, it says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. I'm going to read that one more time. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The reason why that's very critical during this time period is because we say it quite often. You hear it in prayers, you hear it in songs, you hear it in conversation, but what I want to do this Sunday morning is break down the three things that God has given us and the one thing that God has not given us. What God has not given us is the spirit of fear we're going to put that over there on this hand but what god has given us is the spirit of power of love and a sound mind the lord has given us three things and has not given us this one thing which is fear but oftentimes we find ourselves feeling fear we feel fear when we are uncertain about what's going to happen. We fear, feel fear when we're in a new situation that we're not used to and we really feel fear when we feel as though we do not have control. And in this situation with the coronavirus with all that's happening as far as businesses being shut down, as far as schools being shut down, they've even stopped graduations at most uh, uh, universities and college. Even even my graduation in this training that I'm going through has, has been changed. Uh, they, they stopped it and we, we, we have not been able to have a graduation in the traditional sense that most classes coming through uh, the Chibolic, um chaplain training program have. All of that has been changed, but nonetheless, the Word tells us that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, no matter how uncertain things get. But what God has given us is a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. Those are three things that we're going to focus on as we uh, reflect on this word. And what I want us to really look at is the fact that God gave us three things to overcome one thing. Three things which are power, love, and a sound mind. I call this one fear tactics. Fear tactics. What fear tactics are things that, the way I'm looking at it right now, Uh, In our society, I think the enemy is using fear tactics to distract us from the grace of God, using fear tactics to distract us from community and being one with one another, using fear tactics in order to get us to a point where we start questioning God, questioning religion and questioning everything in life altogether because of the uncertainty. But what I want you to know is that God is still faithful. In the midst of the storm, God is still faithful in the midst of all uncertainty, and we don't need to have fear because as the text says, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. But once again, the text also says God has given us the spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. The reason why I call this fear tactics is because fear plays on your power. It plays on your ability to love. And it plays on you having a sound mind. It, it plays on these th- these three things, and it gives you the opposite of those three things. Instead of giving you power of and a sound mind, what fear gives you is a feeling of helplessness. What fear gives you is the feeling of, of of becoming defensive. A lot of people become defensive when they're afraid, and not only defensive, become selfish. So you get two two and one for 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 that. Uh, segment. So it takes away our ability to feel power. Instead of feeling love, we feel we become selfish and we become defensive. And lastly, we become irrational. It impacts our sound mind to where we start um, making decisions that are not necessarily good. We start reacting out of our fear. We start reacting out of panic. Decisions that we would have normally made when things were the way they should be or when we were more so at peace, we don't do necessarily when we're afraid because we're just responding. But God hasn't given us the, uh, the spirit of fear. God hasn't given us a spirit of helplessness, the spirit of selfishness, the spirit of being defensive or irrational thinking. What God has given us that the text has said and what I keep reminding of us reminding us of is a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. What I want to do is give you an example of where I've experienced that firsthand. As you all know, I'm going through uh, this training in our military and What's very interesting about how they train us is that they expose us to situations that the average person would be afraid of. They expose us to those situations because they realize that, yes, we can sit in a classroom and talk about it. Yes, we can study it from all angles. But it's not until you actually go through a situation which causes you to feel fear that you first learn how you respond. Then you see how others respond. And through learning how you respond under pressure and under um, situations that cause fear, you then learn how to master yourself to the point of which you can think clearly. So they constantly throughout the training shock us with high levels of stress and shock us with obstacles that uh, stir up fear in us so that then they can teach us how to respond, not out of fear but out of a sound mind. So what we're gonna go through from this text, remember that our text is 2 Timothy chapter 1, uh, verse seven, that says, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. What we're gonna go through is how to have power, how to have love, and how to have a sound mind in the midst of fearful situations. What I've realized about fear is that fear doesn't come from the outside. Fear comes from the inside. And I realized this when we went through this obstacle course called the Victory Tower. Uh, some of you all that have been to Fort Jackson or in the military, you know about uh, the Victory Tower. What Victory Tower is a thirty-foot wall that we have to repel down. And this thirty-foot wall, when you when you walk up to the tower, you're looking at it and you're thinking, "Man, that's a high wall. That that the, the wall is is so high that when you it, it forces you to lift up your head." all the way. You can't just look at the wall. The closer you get to it with your head down, you have to look up to, to see it. And when you're standing on top of the, um, the platform and you're looking down, uh, a lot of people, as they look down, they begin to start shaking because it's such a long drop uh, from the top to the bottom. But what's interesting about that is in that moment, I realized that fear isn't something external, but internal. I realized that because While we, whose first time it was um, doing this obstacle course on this victory victory tower, we were a little nervous, we were a little scared. They had these people called jump masters, and these jump masters were people that jumped out of airplanes with their parachutes on their back or rappelled down from um, either towers or the airplane on a rope, and they were masters of this this class and of this craft and they were our instructors to teach us how to get from the top of the tower to the bottom of the tower with one piece of rope and what's ironic and what was also comforting is the fact that they weren't afraid but we were afraid now mind you they were on the same tower we were they had the same tools we had they also were utilizing the same resources we were re- utilizing. However, they were not afraid the way we were because they had power. They had love for what they did and they had a sound mind. And what's interesting about that, because we didn't feel like we had power in the situation where we're, where we're rappelling down from a 30-foot wall uh, and it's our first time, we felt fear. Where well, we realized we didn't have love for this art of being able to jump from one building to another with a rope or, 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 climb down or jump off an airplane, do all the things that these jump masters do. Um, we didn't have that love for it because it was our first time doing it. And we didn't definitely didn't have a sound mind because, our mind was racing, thinking about, well, what if, what if the rope isn't strong enough? What if I don't follow all the directions that I need to in order to to rappel down and get down to the bottom of the uh, of the tower? So our mind is racing right now. We're we're scared. We're being selfish because because we're not thinking about anybody else but ourselves at that time. And we also are lacking a sound mind during this moment. But nonetheless, the jump master comes and. He gives us all the rope and he ties this rope around us in what is called a Swiss knot, which is a, a, a type of um, knot that allows you to take a long piece of rope and wrap it around your legs, both both your legs and thighs. And it creates uh, tension to where there's rope in front of you and there's rope behind you. Now, here's the aspect of power and the aspect of love and a sound mind that I'm going to teach you that we learn in this exercise. What's interesting about this is when people got to the top of the tower and they looked down, it's almost as though they forgot all the instructions the jump master told them. I mean, we, we had reason to because not only are we repelling from a tower, you have to repel from the tower backwards. So when you first step off of the tower, you're looking back and you're seeing how far down it is, but you're also stepping off into the thin air. And you know that they're the only thing holding you is this rope and the jump master tells you before it's time for you to repel that the power or the control of the rope is not in the rope that you can see that's in front of you but is in the rope that's behind you that you have to hold um with your right hand so you hold the rope with your left hand in front of you and then you hold the second part of the rope with your right hand that's behind you. And the jump master tells you that to control your descent, going down the victory tower, you have to control your motion with your back hand. However, because we were afraid, it impacted the power we felt that we had. It impacted our love for what we were doing. And it also challenged us having a sound mind. So when it came time for us to step off the platform and rappel down the tower, most people just slipped. A lot of people just hung there swinging because they didn't follow the instruction. The first thing they did is when they stepped out, they felt as though they didn't have any power. And as soon as though they felt as though they didn't have any power, they started holding on to what they could see, which was the rope in front of them. And what's so ironic about that is that in trying times, just like in what we're facing right now, when so much is going wrong, we begin to Pull and hope and put hope and faith in the things we can't see now the jump master told us that the front rope doesn't have the power it's the back rope that you can't see but when people stepped off the platform and they looked back and saw the 30 foot job drop they forgot what the jump master told them and started holding on to the front rope because that was the rope that they could see and when they held on to the front rope and let go of the back rope, it caused them to just hang there. And they weren't able to move. And some people were just swinging back and forth off a 30-foot wall, a wall when the jump master said, the control is in the back rope. Brothers and sisters, what I want you to know is oftentimes we get caught up and we miss what the master has told us because we're so caught up in what we can see and we hold on to the front rope just like my friends that were repelling off the 30 foot wall. Meanwhile, we need to be focused on what we can't see, which was the words of the jump master to help us move down safely and swiftly down our wall down the wall or down our obstacles. What's ironic about this is the jump master parallels our master and savior, Jesus Christ, in the sense that our savior has given us the instruction. Our savior has given us his promises. However, when things get bad we find ourselves Pushing and pulling to things that don't have substance, we find ourselves holding on and looking at our own ability. And what happens when we do that? Do that is we'll fall every time. We'll find ourselves blowing and swinging in the wind, we- in the wind, and not having a full grip on what we need to have a hold on to in order to get down the wall and have true victory. What I want to tell you: the people that did well on the wall, what they did was they held the front rope with the left hand and the back rope with the right hand. And they did what the jump master told them. And in spite of their fear, they were able to rappel down because all the work they did was with the hand that they couldn't see. And as they loosened up the the back of the rope with their back hand, they were able to slowly move down, slowly but surely, down the victory tower. And it was amazing that as they followed directions, you could see in their movement the more courage They had the more courage and more strength they had, because not only do you have to repel down the wall with the rope, you also have to push off with your legs. And with each push, as people repelled, I saw more courage they had. And brothers and sisters, what I want to remind you all of is that if we just follow the word of God, if we hold on to his promises, if we hold on to what the master has told us, we'll be able to push and move quickly Around and down our obstacles more and more quickly if we just focus on what God has told us. Sometimes we get caught up in what we want to do. Sometimes we get caught up in what we feel like will give us control. But every time we do that, we'll find ourselves dangling in the wind. We'll find ourselves just swinging from the rope. I myself, when I was on this wall, I looked at the jump master, and he and I was holding the front rope, and I had the right rope in my back hand. And he said look i need you to stop holding this front rope um, as tightly as you are and i need you to know that the back rope is what's going to help you repel down the wall and i looked at the jump master and i said this front rope i know what you're telling me it's giving me comfort i know that the back rope is the rope that's going to allow me to move down the wall quickly but because i can see this front rope i just want to hold on to it just a little bit tight because i feel like i'm out here by myself i feel like i'm out here all alone i feel like this is all I have that I can trust and hold on to. And I I know what you're telling me about this back rope, but it's this front rope that I can see. And brothers and sisters, we're going through a lot right now. We're experiencing and we're facing a lot right now. This coronavirus is impacting our economy financially. We're about to get a $2 million um, bailout. Uh, Or stimulus, I should say That Trump is about to sign All these things are going on Things we've never seen And a lot of people are holding on to things that they can't see That they can see Because they're unwilling to hold on to a faith That they can't see You see, the Bible tells us in Hebrew That faith is the substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen And even though we cannot see How God is going to work through these situations We still have to hold on And brothers and sisters, let me tell you, that jump master, he told me, he said, I want you to let go of the front rope with your left hand. Just let go of it. And you should have seen me. I was shaking. My hand was shaking. And I'm looking up at him. He says, let it go. Just let it go. And 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 I'm like, I I, 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 I can't let it go. I need need this rope. I know it's not doing anything, but I just need to hold on to it. He said, let it go. And I let the rope go with my left hand while still holding on with my right hand, and nothing happened. And he looked at me and he said, see, it's not this hand that gives you guidance. It's the back hand. Now, slightly let go with the back As I slightly let go with the back hand. Then I could feel myself slipping and moving down. And then I realized all that I was holding on so tight to, all that I was holding on that I felt like was giving me power, was a false sense of power. And the false sense of power was in the feeling that I had control. So brothers and sisters, what I need us to do, I know it's going to be hard. I know you're going to be just like me with the jump master. Let go of that front rope that you can see and hold on to God, which is that back rope, which you cannot see. Because God will be faithful in allowing you to repel down the obstacles of life so that you can get to where you need to go. God will be faithful in allowing you to have the victory. You see, through this exercise, I was able to have power. I'm going to get to the love in a minute, but I was also able to have a sound mind and then finally trusting in what the jump master told me. See, the love piece came in not from the fact that I just began to love what I was doing. The love came in from the encouragement from my peers all around. All of us, each and every one of us that repelled down this victory tower, as everybody came to the edge of the platform, we would encourage them. We would tell them, you got it. You can do this. Listen to the jump master. It's OK. It's OK. We would encourage one another through love. And the reason why this is so essential to the text is because the word is telling us God has given us power, love, love and a sound mind, and through having power, when one of us receives power, we need to show love to someone else that may not necessarily feel as though they have that same power through encouragement. Through encouraging one another during these difficult times and being there for one another during these difficult times, that's where the love is manifested so that we can overcome fear love drives out fear love is stronger than fear love is what allowed our savior jesus christ to go through the gra- go to the grave in spite of his fear see oftentimes we don't talk about this but jesus was afraid before he went to the cross i'll preach about that a little bit more next week as we uh, get into our uh, resurrection sunday if you all can remember when he's in the garden of gethsemane he's praying and it says he's praying so much droplets of blood start forming on his brow like sweat and it gets to the point is uh, though where he gets to the point where he's praying to God he says Lord the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and he even goes as far as to say if you could take this cup from me basically saying if there's another way So that I don't have to go through this way. I'd really appreciate it. He even gets frustrated with the disciples as he asks the disciples to stay up with him before he gets crucified, before he gets betrayed. And they keep falling asleep on him. Even Jesus was afraid. But it's okay. Even though we're afraid, even though we do not necessarily know how all of this will turn out. The Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. But has given us a spirit of power love, and a sound mind. Brothers and sisters, I hope that example that I gave you was able to kind of help you understand the way that we need to hold on to our faith uh, in Jesus and holding on to our faith to the point of which that even though we cannot see how we're going to get through these troubling times, we'll be able to work through through trusting in a God that we cannot necessarily see at this time. Brothers and sisters, I just want to close out and pray with you and let you know that God is faithful. God is awesome. And that although we cannot necessarily see him at work in the way we want him to work, God is still working. God is shaking and stirring things up at this time. So let us pray. Lord, we thank you for shaking things up the way you do. We thank you for giving us new ways to experience you and trust and love you. Father God, we pray that during the midst of these trials, during the during the midst of this controversy, that we would be able to truly see your glory. We would be able to truly be able to see how you can liberate us through this. And Lord, we pray that our strength, our faith will be strengthened in the midst of this process. Lord, it's not easy being a Christian during this time. It's not easy believing and trusting during this time. But just like on the Victory Tower, we know that when you put your hope in things that you can see. Those things will always let you down. But it's putting faith in your hope and things that we can't see, which is you, Lord, we'll truly be able to get through. So, Lord, I pray that you would strengthen our feelings of power. I pray that you would strengthen our, our, our feelings of love. And I pray that you would strengthen our ability to have a sound mind in the midst of our fears. Because, Lord, we know that fear has not come from you, but has come from the outside world. So strengthen us now, Lord. Give us power, give us love, give us a sound mind so that we can make it through. Lord, we thank you and we love you. And in your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. Brothers and sisters, I'm so thankful and I appreciate all that you have done uh, in staying supportive of this ministry. Continue to keep pushing on, continue to keep the faith, continue to keep looking up. And remember, you are the light of Conley that the darkness shall not overcome. And also remember the joy you have The world didn't give it to you, and the world can't take it away. Always be thankful for what God has done, what God is doing, and what God will do. Bless you, and I'll see you next time.